Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today's show is a really good one. If you're a fan of competitive rock bouncing or if you're a fan of the Southern Rock Racing Series, Pro Rock, Ultra 4, any of that stuff, uh, we dive heavy today. So, before we get to the episode, today's episode is powered by Super Grip ATV tires. Uh, I'm actually going to try something new from Super Grip. I have a um, set of tires coming, and it's actually their amp tires. That's a six ply. Uh, it's a very similar tread pattern to the Bighorn, um, but it's made with the standards and the quality of rubber that Super Grip ATV offers. Um, it's a little something different. It's something that they offer, so I want to make sure that if I'm going to promote the company that I've tested most of what they have to offer. So I'm excited to try those out. Um, they're a non-Kevlar option, 6-ply, 29-inch tall is the, is the highest they go um, tire. Real, real excited. If you're on an 800, 570, or a four-wheeler, they offer in the 27s, I believe, and maybe a 26 or 25 inch tall tire. Uh, they offer Kevlar in that tire. Um, really cool if you're on the little one of the smaller machines. But Super Grip ATV uh, is is awesome. Uh, they have the K9 tire that everyone's just raging about. We're currently still giving away a set of those, and I, it looks like I'm probably going to have to extend the giveaway here on that just because uh, we're 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 a little behind. So if you guys want an extra entry. Uh, all you have to do is go to our Facebook, uh, like Supergrip ATV, like Racing on the Rocks, and share it out. Um, every time you share it, it lets me know that you've done it again. So every time you share will be an extra entry into the contest. I highly recommend you guys continue to share that. Share that into groups. Get everyone all kinds of upset at you for sharing it into a group you're not supposed to. And uh, you're going to win yourself some tires, I'm sure. So, supergripatv.com, supergripatv on Facebook and Instagram. Um, their Instagram is popping. They're pushing a lot of content out of that Instagram. So, go give those guys a follow there. DinoJet Research Inc. is also a sponsor of the show. I'm happy to say that my clutch kit's really, really perfect. Um, I've got a little bit of belt noise, but I've, I've fried my belt a couple times. And um, I've been really pleased with how even... Even with a crappy belt or a misused belt or belt with damage on it, um, my clutch kit still is doing awesome. I get plenty of power when I need it. Don't have uh, the issues of automatically burning a belt or hearing that squealing sound. Uh, just pretty much have a real good uh, contact, real good uh, engagement point. It's I'm really pleased with it. And the only reason I could be able to do that is because of the Stage 2 kit. It, it, their clutch setup that they have, it's fully adjustable, fully customizable. Uh, and the beautiful part is I have the weights in my house. So if I ever choose uh, to go down in tire size or up in tire size or move to just a heavier tire, I'll have the ability to adjust my clutch anytime I want to get back in there. DinoJet Research Inc. on Facebook and Instagram and just DinoResearchInc.com will get you there. Third is the famous Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. Let me tell you guys something real quick. Me and Chris, who owns Diddy's, uh, we're really trying hard to get a package for everybody pushed out. So I have my valve shocks. I have them sprung uh, with the spring kit from All Things UTV. Um, the, the valving on them is, is pretty... Pretty, pretty nailed right out of the gate. 
Um, the reason that this package isn't available just yet is because we want to make sure Chris in particular, I asked my math saying like, we're, you know, I have anything to do with it, but other than just drive it. Um, but Chris wants to make sure that he has two seater applications, four seater applications. You know, he's getting a rock bouncing, uh, the UTV set up for that. Uh, he's really doing his homework and he wants to make sure that he can give you the full confidence in his product. And uh, it really speaks volumes to the work over at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. They do everything from shock tuning, shock servicing, to finishing out buggies, starting buggies, turnkey builds, and they're your number one supplier for Mark Williams parts. So give those guys a follow, check them out, support those who support us at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, tell them I sent you. And uh, I promise he'll be just as good to you as he is to me. Really glad to have the, that guy on board. He's the best. Okay. Next, and I already alluded to it, is All Things UTV. All Things UTV, uh, we're in the works too with the spring package. Uh, they offer the Cloud 9 kit, but they're currently unavailable uh, due to the front lowers being out of stock. As soon as he gets those back in, we're going to start pumping that hard because that's the kit I've uh, switched over to on my valve setup. Comes with crossover rings, a really long 10-inch tender uh, for the rear. I've been very pleased what I have uh, ridden on it so far, and I'm going to continue to enjoy that, I'm sure. One thing that I really strongly recommend in terms of safety is the Razor Aid inner fender liners. Uh, those are awesome. They're metal, uh, steel, like sheets that have been uh, designed and they're conforming to your firewall right in the open wheel well. It'll really keep you safe, especially in those high speed applications and just on general trail use. I've seen way too many people have close calls where sticks come through, and uh, I saw one guy get his leg, you know, split open by a stick. So don't be that guy. Razor Aid inner fender liners from all things UTV. Next on the list is irate 4x4. irate4x4.com is the top tier replacement for old forms. irate 4x4 is going back to the roots of the online building process. You know, whether it's full size UTV, truck, trailer, all that tech is on that website along with um Tons of folks who are doing build threads and answering questions about design and fabrication and a whole number of different topics. I have not started my build thread there yet. I need to go over there and take care of it. Uh, the form is really easy to use. There's a ton of information constantly flowing through it, and it's a no bull uh, yeah, we'll just leave it there. It's a no bull environment uh, where you can say what you want, do what you want, and get the feedback that you need, not the feedback you want. So I rate 4x4.com, I-R-A-T-E 4x4.com, and then I rate 4x4 on Instagram and Facebook. Those guys have been really good to me, and uh, I know that they're, the ship is headed in the right direction for those guys, so stay on board with them. Last but not least is... Infinite Off-Road. Infinite Off-Road offers a really, really cool setup uh, for their magnetic rock lights that just came out. I just posted a video shortly ago of uh, Nitro Redneck Hubert bombing in the desert and those things are just stuck on the vehicle. Infinite Off-Road has a 25 year, you break it, they replace it warranty, even covering accidental damage. They're the best in the business, you guys, and they offer all listeners of the show 10% off with coupon code ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S. Also, and more recently, the show is sponsored by Axial Racing. Shout out to them for supporting the show. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Today on the show, we have Bree Molitor from the Southern Rock Racing Series Hillside Live. She is a host uh, on Hillside Live. 
She is a racer. She has been at the community for 10 years. And uh, guys, she's she's really got her stuff together. I was really impressed with the interview. Um, a lot of things that we talked about, a lot of grounds we cover for the future of the series. Um, it's great. So without further ado, Brie Molitor. Get a drink and gather around. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us and let's talk about racing on the rocks. I've had where we didn't hit the record button before and it's like, dang it. Okay. We've all been there. Bree in studio. How are you? I'm awesome. Good. Uh, so first and foremost, Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks this for having me. Interview number two in the new studio we're trying. It is a little warm, and I should have ironed the tablecloth. <laughs> so, like, well, luckily, since it's a podcast, yes, that yes. Is so, not a big issue. there will be uh, a YouTube version that will eventually go up, probably. Yeah. Probably. We were talking a little bit beforehand about uh, the Facebook algorithm and trying to figure out how to do it very very fickle yes it is it is <laughs> but my mom and it's so funny when we got my wife and i got married she was like we have to have the tablecloths for our wedding tables like ironed and all dry cleaned uh -huh. or whatever i don't know and now i understand why and i also <laughs> got i also got curtains <laughs> and my curtains look terrible too so thank you for for bearing with me this is uh this is new. We're learning. We're trying. Yeah. So no, it's good. This was uh, 12 minutes from my house. Very so excited. I didn't even know that you lived around here. I, <laughs> I, you look, I, me. I stay pretty low key because, uh, you know, it's one of those where I have a lot of, I won't say a lot. I have people reach out to me all the time and I really just try to keep like the Jesse figure out yeah. of it all. And I just want the podcast to go because uh, it's so funny. I'll be, I'll be at an event. I'm sure you're like this too. Uh, people hear your voice and they're like, oh, hey, you're from the thing. And you're like, oh, it's you. Yeah. And uh, it is it is a new thing for me. It's really weird because I'm like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to keep talking to you. Yeah. Or do I'm I? Like, do I act like, like I know them? Yeah. Or, do I... <laughs> or, or my thing is like, I'll be walking somewhere and then someone will be like, hey, man. And I'm like, do I stop conversation or do I just can I keep going to the bathroom? Because that's probably right? where I was going. I had like, someone stop me when I was coming out of the bathroom one time and want to take a picture. <laughs> I was perfect, like, this perfect is timing. the most awkward Perfect spot. timing. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's jump right into it. <clears throat> Finals. Yes. You guys did an awesome job. It was two days slammed. It was. Stuff. Like, I, I will I will say and we'll get into it later. Yeah. If you guys could do that every weekend oh or every race weekend, yeah. that, as a fan, awesome. I was out and out there working on shocks. Had you guys on my in my uh, in my garage TV. You guys were going. I was definitely working on Friday watching it in here. <laughs> so I was trying to get the the full weekend. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I told my boss I was doing. So uh, finals. How did it go? Well, like you said, it was awesome. I mean, the event itself went so smoothly and I, I mean i'm sure there's probably some behind the scenes stuff i don't know about mm -hmm. there's always a little bit of drama anywhere anytime you get a group of people together i've seen the drama <laughs> yes i think we've all seen it at uh -huh. one point or another but mm -hmm. um the event went so smoothly and i mean it was all of that is just a team effort because um the staff at mid-america i mean they work for weeks and jason the owner and um they're so good at what they do there and with hosting mm -hmm. and um and with all the options that they're able to offer there. And um, so it just was like the perfect combination for our finals, which, mm -hmm. you know, in the past we've done at Bikini Bottoms and with the Icelandic Formula Off-Road guys. Yeah. And, um, so since that 
wasn't able to happen this year. I think this was the perfect sort of shift into still being able to offer something extra because it's finals, you know, you want to do special. Yeah, absolutely. So we have the mega trucks and yeah. um, they had some drag racing. I don't know. Um, uh, I haven't seen any pictures or video from that yet. They're right floating around out there, but mm -hmm. um, just all kinds of stuff going on, you know, that the park offered extra, they had concert, you know, and mm -hmm. um, uh, really good bands playing and just bonfire and all this stuff. So, so it's just a good combination. Just so many, so many things to offer for everyone that was watching live and for people that were there in person. Yeah. Um, and their amenities are awesome at the park. I'm, I'm sure everyone's heard us talk about them and heard us sing, sing their praises, yeah. but I mean, they really do. Um, Jason especially has such a um, such a vision for the park and ooh that is going to be a good segue in a minute. Hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then of course his staff, you know, they all work so hard. And um, the only downside to that park is that it is ten hours away from me. So so that is why I was not in attendance. That will be my that will be my reason this time. It's why I wasn't. Yeah, there. I wish that was Southeast America, not Mid America. Let me ask you a question: Can can that be built at a different park? Like, mm -hmm. so Dirty Turtle's one that every series hits. Right. And we hit it multiple times a year. Could Dirty Turtle build the infrastructure there to have that? Or a park, Ooh. any park out here? I don't know. It's, um, you know, we talk a lot on the show about the different personality of each park we mm -hmm. go to and what they're able to offer in terms of what we can use for racing. Sure. You know, Dirty Turtle has um, a track out there that they yep. can do UTV races on that most parks don't have. And um, Bikini Bottoms, of course, has, you know, called Fable Hill and the Concrete yeah. Wall and um, Hawk Pride is lots of rock and hill and just, you know, every park we go to has different options for racing. So mm -hmm. as far as like infrastructure, I don't know, man, it's it's a lot of time and money that it goes is. into something like that. And um, I know so many all of our park owners are dedicated and um, but, you know, not every um i don't know not every park has the space okay. um you know because it yeah. takes a lot to that, yeah. that was like a lake bed that we were out on mm -hmm. at finals that um they were able to build the track on and um, race along the hillside there and just the amount of cabins and bathhouses and you know that all takes a lot of room yeah aside from just the the money and yeah um and then there's the environmental issues that come into it depending on part of the country you're That's in true and, too you know like yeah. no it's it's not fun for anybody but it's part of it so. yeah well the further west you go i mean the more complicated it seems to get yeah i'm sure mm. i know we've got um got our own complications around here sometimes but mm. yeah so i don't know that's a really good question so i have had this like reoccurring theme and and it's it's something we'll get to in a little while but you know what is it going to take for um i don't want to say like like a fresh breath but what's going to give rock bouncing its second wind because we've made this huge jump right yeah. into we have these really competitive race teams you know it's no longer these two or three guys that are really dominating right. we have a bunch of guys that are doing great but you know uh there's the num, you know, whatever, all the <laughs> trolls online, if you want to call them that, they have the same things that they say every time. And, right. you know, I don't think it's necessarily what they're saying, or uh, I don't think it's like the, you know, I don't, I don't think it's any of the, those things. I think it's, you know, it's going to take an effort from everybody to, to get us into that next jump. And, and one of the things I'll ask you later to keep everybody involved here um, is, is what those things are going to be, you know, yeah. what's going to take it to the next level. But let me tell you this finals from the, from the fan fan perspective yeah. was awesome. And I feel That's like I, I need I'm to make, to I need to make a retraction because <laughs> I was watching on Friday and and saw you guys run hill one mm -hmm. and 
the for those who didn't or haven't seen it yet, it was a short course and then a I would say moderate hill, moderate difficulty. Yeah, it, it was doable. It, yeah, doable. doable. That's a great mm -hmm. way to put it. Um, it was a doable hill, and and UTVs bouncers ran the same hill. So I made a post that said an ultra four car would yeah. do really well here, right? And of course, that came to bite me in the butt when I saw hill two like two hours later. As anything on social media has the capability. Yes, yes, <laughs> I have. And probability. I have. I have <laughs> learned my lesson, and uh, you know, it's 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 there's a there's a thing in like the software world that I work in, you can be on like the cutting edge and then you can be on the bleeding edge. <laughs> and the cutting edge is like, you're right there on the front of technology, but you're still in a good spot. Yeah. The bleeding edge is you're at the very tip of the sword and you're like, oh, this could go really bad or really good depending right. on which way it goes. I've learned my lesson to <laughs> be a little bit more conservative. Hey, it's, hard. it's hard to know. But, you know, it's, it's a hot topic right now. And sure. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having conversations within the industry yes, and within absolutely. the sport. And, yeah. Um, everybody has their opinions sure. and, um, I know for me personally, as somebody who has both, but you know, competes, mm -hmm. um, and sees it from a spectator mm -hmm. point of view, you know, doing the show and, um, when I'm not racing, I personally prefer a longer driving style mm -hmm. course. You know, I think if only one or two drivers can make a hill mm -hmm. that's an awesome bounty hill yeah but for as far as a race event i think it should be doable mm -hmm. for most of the drivers i mean you think of all the hours of travel and all the hours spent in the shop and then <clears throat> excuse me to show up and it takes 10 minutes just to get buckled into the buggy yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, and absolutely. then for, to have like a 40 second run or yeah. to pull up to a hill and you get your best shot and roll over. Yeah. And then, you know, that might be your weekend. Yeah. Uh, so my preference personally, I don't know, some drivers agree and some don't. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's fine. No one's ever going to exactly You're not want exactly to, yeah, the same thing. Exactly, exactly. And that's the beauty of the different parks we go to and being mm -hmm. able to utilize um, different courses at those parks. But um, I prefer a longer, more driving, mm -hmm. so a, a doable hill so that it's more about speed and driving skill than just pulling up to this big hill, you know, mm -hmm. hitting it, hoping for the best, even if you've got a good plan. You know, yeah, usually yeah. by the time you get your first bounce, I don't know how Tim Cameron feels in there, but I know how <laughs> I feel. And it gets a little discombobulated, yeah, you know. Yeah. So and then it, like I said, you roll your brake, you're done. And yeah. that's and there's so much that goes into it um and trying to be at these events. And um, so yeah, that's that's my take on it. But I see mm -hmm. the other side and I know Hill Killing mm -hmm. um is is the kind of the foundation of this board, or at least what started it and what um people love to watch everyone loves to watch a good beat down yeah. um uh nobody likes to watch recovery though it's and true. that's something that happens a lot when that's you get <laughs> yeah. when you get a bounty hill style yeah. um race so yeah that's that's kind of how i feel about it so i personally like i mean and dad and i we both like that kind of race yeah. but probably some of the most fun i've ever had racing was a utv survival race yes. and that's because i spent 50 miles yes. in not 50 seconds yeah and that's not something i would want to do every weekend and i only did it mm -hmm. once but um that would shout out to jody ford for letting there me drive his utv yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, it was a great experience and again not something i'd want to do every weekend and the big bouncer is definitely you know, it's, I like to drive whatever, so it's mm -hmm. just fun to hop in and and uh, not take it too seriously to where you can't enjoy it anymore. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, definitely a little driving. I mean, we've got rear steer on the buggy, so we love that kind of stuff. But, you know, and not yeah. everybody does. If, I know Bobby likes to hit hit a big hill. Um, the Bacons so, yeah. like to, they want to hit a big hill. That's Special what their buggies are good for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you this, too. Um, I think that, like, when you look at everything and, and you have these the, the question of, like, well, what's the perfect hill? It should be more bounty or this. Yeah. I, I really can't, like, understate. I think finals was awesome. Yeah. Because you did have the short course, which – you know, a lot of people or maybe uh, maybe the consensus is like it's just filler so they can drive. Yeah. But we saw Travis Skelton uh, roll twice. <laughs> First off, in the same spot. I just felt so bad. I know. I was time. like, Travis. Yes. So we saw Travis come around a corner off a big jump. And, uh, you know, he rolls right in the short course, doesn't even make it to the hill. Yeah. And, and it really does. Um, it adds a layer of complexity. And it, it does. And it's I mean, look at uh, Matt Schussler. Who I, that's what I was crazy. just gonna say. Yeah, he he. I told him afterwards, like, dude, it you looked awesome coming yeah. through those whoops, and then all of a sudden, you know, whoops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it, everything went down. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny because uh, I so the podcast is actually partnered with Diddy's Big Block Race Shop, and I was like talking to everyone who you know does suspension, and I was like, what do you guys think about you know can can the the chassis stay the same way that they're designed right now and perform both you know really good at hill killing and this whoop section. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about, uh, it's funny. I, I called Chris who runs Diddy's and I was like, it's so funny. Cause you, you see these bouncers and like, you can tell who puts time in shock tuning. Mm -hmm. It's very evident. And then on the flip side, you look at a UTV bouncer and you're like, are, like even shock tune rigs, you know, they're like, what is going on? And, yeah. and I talked to him and he was like, the way you have to tune a bouncer is just so in, like counterintuitive to yeah. each, uh, you know, well, it, and every just, vehicle is like a one-off rig. I exactly. mean, you can't, that you know, so yeah. that just adds to the complexity of, yeah. Uh, like, I don't pretend to be a Jake Bergier or a Phil. Me either. What's Licardi? Is that how you say his uh, last Lickiardi? name? Lickiardi? I don't know. I have him on the show and I'm just like, everybody knows like, who he is. <laughs> just threw it under the carpet. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I can, I can see where it's, yeah. What started out is, guys just like having some tube in their shop and, yeah. and, and welding it together yeah. and uh, has, has turned into a much more complex equation to make it suitable for what we're heading towards, you know. One of the most beautiful things though, I think it was his big Tim Bacon. He was out there and he yeah. just dude, he, he did, yeah. dude kick butt just in the old trail, like the old trail wow. looking car yep. that he's had for forever was just <laughs> up there pounding it. I thought it was awesome to see. It was. There. And that's what's so cool about this sport is, I mean, from the beginning, you have. I, mean, I started driving in the juggy, you know, mm -hmm. or like, yes. like, and I, I, that wasn't to be competitive. That was because of peer pressure got sure. me involved in yeah, the sport. Yeah. But, um, and then it's bring out what you got, mm -hmm. you know, and go for it. I mean, look at Dex and how well he did this past weekend. Mm -hmm. And he's crazy. got a buggy that works, but this was his first season with us, yeah, too. And crazy. he completed the two most difficult hills, you know, yeah. like, um, so that's just cool because. You never know what'll happen. I mean, Timmy went and rolled, and nobody expects that. Yeah, I mean, is we're all surprised when it happens, and look, you know, Matt Schistler and um, there was there was plenty of surprises. Yeah, for sure. So yes, you never know. Okay, so finals went really well. Yeah. Um, you guys will be back there again next year yes. for Visions. We will, which I'm really excited about. Um, Clyde. Uh, talked to me about it a while back, you know, when mm -hmm. I guess that the idea was starting and um, wanted to know about if I would want to be involved in doing the media and the live yeah. show and everything that week. And I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a and, long time. Uh, it was eight it days? is. It's eight, eight days. days. Yeah, Dude, that's it's, crazy. Uh, July 16th through 25th, I believe. And um, 
yeah, so I know they've, I'm sure they've got a lot in the works that hasn't been released yet too. Mm -hmm. I know that in December they've got more details coming, but um, it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. And I think it's something that's going to, uh, because it's, it's ultra four and it's mega truck and it's bouncers and it's UTD. I think it's going to be a great way to kind of merge the audiences and the following for each sport because they're all very similar. Um, It's a similar demographic, but still have their separation and their differences, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's regional, like all four, you know, type stuff or, um, just the type of events we go to, we normally have mega trucks at our events and stuff, but yeah. So I think as far as just like merging audiences and, um, kind of being able to cross over and have an event like that. I mean, I've been to hammers twice and it's, it's been, that was first year we had the Avengers. So that would have been six ish years ago, I guess. So six and five years ago. Um, and that's just, that's something, you know, yeah. it's something to behold. And, uh, obviously visions will not be out in the middle of the desert, but, um, just people coming together mm-hmm. and, and, and devoting a week to that. And, uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be really cool. Mid America is a perfect place for it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. That's why I was wanting to bring up mid America because, yeah. uh, I mean, they, this is their first year as a like premier off-road park. Yeah. They just jumped in as far and as like, I know. boom, they're yeah. here. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I need to get the uh, person who runs Mid America on here, but like, yeah, where did they come That'd from? That'd be great leading up to visions. Yeah, absolutely. Where did they like? They just had some land, and somebody was like, "Hey, you've got great hills." You no, know, I can't even really answer that very well. Mm-hmm. I remember kind of hearing the name tossed around, and it's oh, it's a park out in Oklahoma. Like okay. people say, it's nice, you know, kind gotcha. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I think Outlaw had some events there. Um, our A event and event before mm-hmm. we ever did. And Clyde, Clyde's the one who told me about it first and stuff. But um, yeah, definitely until you've been, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Eric Hagen started calling it Offered Resort this weekend <laughs> or last weekend. But um, and that's definitely when we talk about Mid America, not to take anything away from any other parks yeah. because we love them all. They've all, you know, the staff and the owners, they do so much for us in the sport. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, we want to. Definitely give Mid America credit where they put in so much work, and um, I, I think it's cool. And not to interrupt, but I think it's really cool because uh, it's a challenge to all the other off-road parks, in my opinion. Like you're raising the bar yeah. of the standard. And to me, when you know you talk about size being an issue, things like that, I, I used to look at Dirty Turtle and be like, "Wow, they have a venue that has a short course," and yeah. that was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And 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 now we have you know, and that was Hot Pride back in the day. Yeah, yeah we raced on that in like 2013, I think. That was the last time. Sorry, no. I'm no, you're fine. No, no, no. You're good. This is great. <laughs> I like chase down these thoughts when they come up. But yeah, that's what uh, you got to do. It. I, so this room, it will take thoughts away from you. <laughs> It'll throw them back to you. Something we talked about at the beginning will end up, end up at the end. Yeah. And it's, it's a mess. So it's, it's good it's luck, all, everybody. Uh, yeah. Enjoy, everyone. Yeah. Um, but I think 2013 is when we left. Because I was driving the Juggy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we even had. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Juggy was the last thing I took around that course. There's an awesome video of Shelby Tanner's steering wheel coming off. Um, on that course. That's not good. so funny. (laughs) Lori, Lori Shirley was in there with her. And uh, yeah, so y'all go look that up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, It's it's really funny to watch because it's an in-cab GoPro. Um, But so that, that's how long it's been since we really had like a track style Mm -hmm. included in like an SRS race, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, Dirty Turtle Ben had their track and um, then America created there so it, it's interesting to see how it's changed over the years for sure it is and, and and the reason i brought it up was just because you know like you said all these parks have these characteristics adventure yeah. off-road park is like 
death defying rocks that just yes. hurt and break your back. And, uh, you know, wind rock is just the enormity of mm -hmm. what it is. Uh, there's so much that goes into these things yeah. and they all do. They're all like, it's like kids, you know, if you have, yeah. if, if you have 10 <laughs> kids, you love them all for something different. They're all unique yeah. in their own ways. But uh, I think that going into it, you know, the, all of the uh, promoters do such a good job of utilizing the parks character. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the, the hill number two at mid America was awesome because um, it was super steep, super long, super hard, but there wasn't a huge consequence if you didn't make the, True. like uh, for example, blue holler waterfall. There is a large consequence if you didn't make yes. that jump, like Bobby Tanner, yeah. who or lost. Or Rush Hill. Yeah. Or, oh uh, my gosh, Rush is its own Bridgeport Hill. You know. <laughs> yeah, because it's it, it is it is just a long way back down to the mm -hmm. bottom, and I think that that is like, again, that hill is like one in a million, right? Yeah. Because you're not going to get the hardest obstacle at the bottom and then the long hill climb on top. That doesn't happen. Um, like Rush, for example. The hard part is at the very top, <laughs> you know, uh, but it, it really was a perfect storm. And, and again, to loop it all back around, um, I personally think that uh, Mid-America like is set in standard, not only for the infrastructure um, or not only for the the terrain and, and capitalizing on the terrain they have, but the infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi, beautiful. Yes. Absolutely awesome. I know that there's been like live stream issues. With oh my just, gosh. Just Driving bandwidth. crazy. Yes. I know. And, and the worst part <laughs> is you can't do anything about it. Right. It's not anything that you guys necessarily. It is. It's so frustrating because we hate it too. Yeah. Because I don't even want to watch it. You like, you know, well, like that. And you can't even tell what's going on when, when it was at its worst, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, if there was anything we could have done, like it would drive all of us crazy too. Sure. For sure. And also it's one of those things where you've shown up to do a job. Right. right? And you're there doing your job. We're going we're gonna to do it one and way or another. It, yeah. it, and, and, and on top of that, you know, it doesn't, but it doesn't benefit you at all right. for that live stream to be poor. Right. And I think that people, you know, we're still in this infancy stage in the Southeast of trying to get this, trying to get all this stuff going. Mm -hmm. And uh, you guys like mid America, has the infrastructure to, yes. to support that. Yeah, I like that it was just combination. It's just the perfect combination that provides for spectator friendly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's one thing that has changed so much in the sport. I would say the spectator friendliness of the race courses, safety, and then just like the technology that's mm -hmm. used in the buggies yeah. nowadays. But those three things have changed so much to me. Um, which is important and they all needed to. Um, mm -hmm. so it's so spectator friendly. Um, the amenities, the facilities are top notch. They've got food mm -hmm. trucks, they've got bathhouses, you know, they've got cabins, they've got camping spots. Um, and then the, the Wi-Fi and just the ability to provide for, you know, the media outlets and yep. everything that's there. Yep. Um, yeah. The only thing, like I said, they'll make it better is if it was a little closer to Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. We're done talking about Mid-America. Um, what does Southern Rock look at next year? Obviously you've got visions. We talked a little bit about yeah. that. Um, is there any more you want to talk about visions? I know you got bull riding. That's oh wild. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's... Professional bull riding. <laughs> They've got, um, I'm trying to uh, not a picture of the poster. Right. In my head. Yeah. But yeah. They had the mega truck racing. They had knockout racing, which is a pro rock thing, you yes. know? And so I personally haven't seen that in a little while. Like four or five years. Um, and then, yeah, they'll have all the normal bouncer racing and then, um, all the after hours kind of stuff, you know, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll have, some legit musical guests, which I don't think they've released yet, but yeah. I've heard heard names floating around, so it's legit. And um, 
Oh, what else was on there? Just all kinds of stuff. I think yeah. they have stuff for the kids, you know, blow up. Um, like yeah. when we were there over the yeah. summer, they had a big old blow up bounty. Do they have like a small off. carnival there? It looks like every time I see it, I feel like I've seen a Ferris wheel. Thing. <laughs> uh, I not that I okay. know. Okay, all right, maybe. But I'm I would have put it past them. <laughs> I, I, I feel like maybe it was last year at one of the outlaw events. I was like, they have a full blown carnival like in town. I was like. This it is, it wouldn't surprise me, okay, honestly. Good to know. I haven't seen it. But, There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's the kind of event where I think people could come and and just have something to do. It's not like you're going to be sitting around for sure. half a day or waiting all day long for the one race to happen sure. that night. You know, there will be things happening consistently. And, and if you can't take eight days off of work and life, because a lot of people can't, you sure. know, then you can look at the schedule and pick the section, you know, the mm -hmm. days. I know the second year I went to Hammers, I was only there for a couple days, but yeah. I went for the, like the first part of it for the East versus West. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you can always do that kind of. I expect we'll have an East versus West divisions too. That just probably will happen at some time yeah. in there or in that mix. That would be, that, that would be fun too. That would be cool. There's some great opportunity. Keep the, keep the history there. Right. Hammers and bouncing. Yeah. It'd be cool. Anyways, um, next year for Southern Rock, mm -hmm. what, what 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 is what do what are the guys in charge? What are you guys in charge? What are y'all thinking? <laughs> Where's it going? Well, um, you know, I honestly have not talked to Clyde that much about next season. Mm -hmm. We kind of it's one of those like let's focus on what's now. You know, we just had finals sure. last weekend, so this is early, and yeah. then of course COVID threw everything off this year, so. Um, we crammed a lot into the last couple months of the season doing makeup races and everything. So, um, now that we've made it through that, um, you know, and then we have Boobash this weekend, then it'll be a couple months for a little breather. And, um, I would speculate for next year, you know, I'm speaking just, like I said, I don't, I haven't, haven't nailed down anything specifically with Clyde or anyone, but, um, I know we've talked about a lot of improvements that we want to make to Hillside Live. Um, okay. as far as doing the show and um we ask people on the show regularly what they'd like to see and we get um, consistent feedback about things and um some stuff that we've talked about and noticed over this season too that we want to try and mm -hmm. do better or bring that's new um because you know that'll be a, we've had three years of it now so yeah. next year we'll be going into our fourth so like anything um we want to continue to do it and do it better each time if we can um what are, what are some of those things you guys are thinking about? Um, little things like um, we used to have a screen outside that was connected to Daisy's laptop that, so that drivers could see their times and it would have all the times on it. So cool. anyone could come up to the trailer and yeah. see their times. Because right now, this notebook yes. sits on the table yes. and I become real popular with all the drivers after they yes. run because they all want to come up and see at the time that I wrote down. <laughs> um, so stuff like that and um, trying to do uh, instant replays in a way that's more. We've done it a few times. You guys did it at finals. It looks like it worked real. It looks yeah. like it worked well. So it's just like smoothing out that process okay. so we can do it. You know, yeah. ooh, we want instant replay. Let's do it now yeah. and not have to like juggle, you know, yeah. through five different things to do it. Um, and having times up on the screen, which I talked to you about before we started a little bit, which yep. was kind of a Facebook algorithm difficulty there, but you know, just stuff like that, trying to smooth it out. Um, we've got some stuff that we want to do for the drivers. Um, Jonathan Wright with Black Dog Photography took some great headshots at the banquet, mm -hmm. the, um, awards banquet after finals of all the drivers. So, um, we want to be able to put a picture up on the screen when they're going, you know, cool. and, and have some stats and stuff like that. Like you would see, you know, for sports and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and then as part of registration for drivers, we're hoping to 
kind of have a, a questionnaire for them so that we've got their stats and talking points, especially when it's drivers that we don't know as well. Yeah. Like if it's someone that's new yeah. that season or even, you know, we have drivers jump in for just a race or two sometimes. And um, just it gives uh, Matt and I or whoever's with me, especially if it's someone filling in, say, Eric or mm -hmm. Hagen or somebody and um, gives us some talk, talking points for mm -hmm. the drivers. And um, and then again, some some stats in their picture to put up on the on the screen. So um, just stuff like that. Try lighting. That's cool. Lighting yeah. so that we're not dark, you know, because sure. we have we really struggle with um, when we have the trailer door open. It looks awesome because you can see everything behind us. Mm -hmm. But then we really struggle with lighting sure. because it's so backlit. Um, we had a super strong, bright as the sun spotlight on matt and i over finals and we still you know yeah so that's just, just little okay. things like that just sure. to try and continue to make it look as good as possible and yeah. as smooth as possible um and then uh you know more i'm sure there's more things that yeah. we think of and i think that the stat thing is real cool yeah what I need you to do is I need you to talk to Clyde and I need you to make baseball cards of all the regular <laughs> drivers and I need you to sell we, them. To we me. do have driver cards. They're really? they're not baseball card size. Um, but in the merch trailer, uh Mama Bynum, Mary yeah. Bynum, she she's got them in there for like our season drivers. Do they have stats on? Um, you know, I haven't looked at any in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that's I, I would I mean I would get like a few just of random drivers just to see like, hey, yeah. I've, got, I've got you know such and such as called yeah. from 2014 or something like that. You know, I'm gonna make a note right now because yeah. this is the notebook. Hey, this this there notebook has made it through like it's going three years in so far. the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Driver cards. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And and you know, I know if I if I'm a competitor, say for <laughs> example. I pay ahead and I'm going to, you know, you guys know I'm going to be at three or four races. If y'all made me a card, I'd probably buy a hundred of them. Just to start. <laughs> I didn't just hand them out to people. Hey man, yeah. you know, just like, here, here's this, it's me. <laughs> yeah. sure it's a resemblance. <laughs> you know, and a lot of that is like wanting to be able to put their, their headshot on the screen yeah, and their absolutely. stats and, and be able to have talking points for them because we appreciate the drivers. Sure. We know what it means to, I mean, all of, us like Clyde and the crew, even anyone that's not a racer still puts in the same hours each sure. weekend, you know, it's late nights and early mornings and a lot of driving and a lot of shop time. And, um, we want to make the events as, as fun and, mm -hmm. um, as special as we can, you know, yeah. for the drivers too, with whatever we can do on our side. So, and well, that's that, why we do the awards banquet at the end of the year and try to make awesome. it fun yeah. for everybody. And, um, yeah, so. So that was one thing I was going to ask you is the, the work that you put in is, I mean, unseen to say, to say the least, right? They're busy so, weekends. <laughs> so it is, we're recording this Thursday at 1.30 PM and you, you know, our original plan was to go ahead and knock this out pretty quick because you were on your way to Boobash. Yeah. Today. I was going to head up to Dirty Turtle tonight. Yeah, um, on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My plan changed now. So I'm going to get up early tomorrow morning and go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it makes busy weekends, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to miss it. So when you go up Thursday, what mm -hmm. do you what are you doing when you get up there? How do you help get the process going? Because I mean, it's one of those things where people just don't understand. They discredit yeah. so much. There's a lot that goes into it, and I'm not even going to take the credit for that because Clyde sure. and Bill and um, um, Brooks Myers, our camera guy, comes all the way from Michigan every time. That is a I don't know if most way. people even know that. No, but he's that's, from Michigan, that's not and he close. makes it to every race. <laughs> that's yeah, so <laughs> I, I know I can't even complain about my four hours or yeah. ten hours even or whatever. But um, those guys put in so much work, and it's usually just a handful. On um, Clyde will normally go up on like Wednesday or mm -hmm. um, 
you know, depending on how far away the park is and get the trailer set up because the satellites, which most people might not know either. And I didn't really even know until Clyde took Matt and I up there um, the first time we went to Mid-America in the summer and gave us a little lesson because he wanted us to be able to learn too. And Matt yeah. and I are looking at each other. Clyde's like, all right, you do this, you do that. You set it up, you get the app out, you look for these numbers oh, because you're like aligning the satellites yeah. to within certain degrees, mm -hmm. the satellite dishes, yeah. you know, with the satellites that he's looking for on his app mm -hmm. up in the space. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and he's doing all this stuff. He's just flipping through it, you know, and Matt and I are looking at each other like, yeah, yeah, we got that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to need more than a, you know, 30 minute lesson. Yeah. Just write it down. <laughs> Put it on a piece of paper. Right. That way I can read it again. So just the, just getting the satellite fishes out and up on the trailer and aligned and set up. And then the whole trailer itself is like trying to put a sleeping bag back in the, I you can know, only the bag it came in. Yeah. I can, that's <laughs> like a, that's a great analogy because I'm sure it just like explodes out Yeah, and then getting does. everything back in is a nightmare. That's my, so that's my Roomba vacuum. I, mean, uh -huh. I need to go take it off. <laughs> Or else it'll sit here and do that. Pause. I'll be right back. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's uh, it's been around for about three or four years, and it uh, it's got its legs. It's earned its. I paid two hundred bucks or something for it, and it's paid worth every penny mm -hmm. because my golden retriever. If you see like around the edges <laughs> of my house, yeah, there's these globs of uh, blonde hair, and uh -huh. it's you know, if he wasn't so damn cute, yeah, he would not be here. I'll tell you that. Yes, yes, it is. Um, we were talking about setting up the satellites and some of the work. Yeah. We do, so sorry. So, yeah. So a lot of the setup, I'm not there for because they'll get there a day early. Um, I usually will help with t tearing it all back down unless I have to sure. leave for some reason to get home. Sure. And uh, man, you you don't realize how many banners and flags are out on the hill until you got to take them all down and yeah. put them all back in the trailer. Again. And there's a system, but it's. It's a it's a fairly bare system. Okay. So <laughs> hey. It works. <laughs> right. That's it, right? It works. They get in, yeah. they get out. It works. Um yeah. So even man, that starting gate too. Uh, we we are um have voted for a inflatable starting gate for next year. Very nice. I'm like, this thing's a beast. Because <laughs> it's all metal. Frame. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah, but taking it down and, and moving it around is it's a beast. But yeah. yeah, so those guys, like I said, I don't I don't claim any of the credit for that because those guys work so hard out there. Um, so huge shout out to them and any, anybody else that has ever helped and, and brought a, brought a flag off the hill or, you know, fit the generator into the <laughs> trailer. Like, beyond, put some tape it's up. beyond me. Bill is all over the place. Bill, Bill um, Blaisdell with the Grim Creeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he helps so much. And anyway, so yeah, um, there's, there is so much that goes into it that a lot of people probably just don't think about, you know, mm -hmm. but, and, that's just part of it, you know, to, for, to Clyde and yeah. to be able to run the race the way that he wants to run it and be able to do the show the way he wants to do it or that it needs to be done. Like, no, yeah, it's just, that's just it. There's a certain way that it needs to be done. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, so it's one of those things that we talked earlier, my seven year old is like destroying my front porch with mm -hmm. glitter and paint. And I had, I told her the other day, I was like, uh, you need to go outside and clean it. And she was like, well, what do I clean it with? I was like, I'll give you the, I'll set the pressure washer up. Oh. And you can just pressure wash it. She said, no, I'll just go out there with a paper towel. I was like, a okay, all right, that'll work. That's fine. And uh, she very quickly learned that there's things you need to do and mm -hmm. how to do it. And it's not just, I'd like to do it my way, right. but there's a way you need to do it. So yeah. I, I, have, I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. Just in order just to do the show, um, Clyde, he went through so much with the satellites and he became 
like he actually is like a satellite. Um, well, I can't remember the word for it. I'm not like inspector, but like he had to become certified in something just just amazing. to run his own, just to do his own satellites for the show. Yeah, like he went through all of. The, I can't even imagine. Like I'm not. <laughs> that's not my thing at yeah. all. <laughs> so I'm like. Don't go anywhere anytime soon, yes. but because yeah. we don't got this without yeah. you. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this: uh, I don't, I don't either, and uh, I can only imagine. We will have the, a cell phone set up on a tripod, and that will be the Facebook live Facebook, show. That that's it. That's gets. it. <laughs> it just you'll just have a, a thirty seconds between running between the hills. Yeah. It'll be great. Okay, um, how did you land as host of Hillside Live? Hmm. Um, I guess that three years ago, I Clyde must Clyde had been kicking around the idea for a while, mm -hmm. I guess. And um at a Christmas party at Rich Keith's house uh three years ago, Clyde brought Dave Z and I think he had called me or wait, I had already I knew about it at that at that point, but I hadn't really ever met Dave or talked with him. So mm -hmm. um that was kind of when we first started to like solidify. I hadn't raced with SRS in like a year. Mm -hmm. um, just dad and I went real hard the first like three years racing. We had our show four by four nation. We were at like every event, yeah. you know, and uh, we got a little burned out. We quit doing the show just because it was so much. Both of us trying to race plus trying to do the show, bringing our camera guys, getting them all set up where they needed to be mm -hmm. and then getting everything put together and working with our, our um, company that did, you know, all the editing and our yeah. media and everything. So, that just got to be a lot, but we wanted to keep racing. So we did. And then, you know, life gets busy and sometimes mm -hmm. you have to say no to, to good stuff to yeah. say yes to the best things, yeah, you know, and that's just part of it. And, um, and we also did not have the shutoff box on our buggy. So when we were choosing what races to go to, it, it was just oh, kind of like, yeah. um, Oh, well, crap, we can't go to yeah. that one, you know, or yeah. that kind of thing. And it wasn't on purpose and it was just kind of how, how it worked out sure. for, for that season, you know? Sure. Um, and I don't think we were, we were hitting that many races at that point anyway. So I hadn't seen Clyde in a bit. And, um, I had, like I said, done four by four nation. That was what I really got started in with hosting stuff. I kind of had an, I had had an interest in college and pursuing film, like acting. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even really know about hosting at that point or had never tried it before, but I, I was interested in acting on film, had no idea how to go about pursuing it. I have a degree in criminal justice, hey, so I clearly so, did, so I, we'll, did not. <laughs> we'll talk after this. I work in I work in criminal justice. Oh, okay. So we'll I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, that seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, and all that was really available at school was like theater, and I didn't want to do theater. I want to do film. Sure. So I didn't really know how to even get started in it. So a couple years out of college, um, I've worked as a nanny for a long time, which is flexible, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, and I finally was like, you know what? The desire was still there. I still want to do some stuff on camera. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like now or never, like I will always sure. wonder what I could have done or what could have happened if I hadn't just, Absolutely. if I hadn't never tried. So I started Googling stuff. Um, I got into acting classes in Franklin, Tennessee. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I, and I was just like, I, no one's going to do it for me. Yeah. I'm just going to have to like take bull by horns and like get my foot in the water and try and do some things here. So, um, yeah. So like I have an agency in Nashville now. I've been with them for a few years. And um, so I guess right around then is when 4x4 Nation started. And that was dad's idea. And um, that was about 2012, right? When the racing mm -hmm. as a series, you know, and as a sport really kind of coalesced and, mm -hmm. and started and became what it is. So 
Um, we were at Chocolaco in 2012. Most people probably heard me say this story, but um, Dad and I were there to film for Four Book Formation, and um, we had the juggy. And I guess Shelby and Lori were racing at that point, and they wanted more girls racing, so they talked me into it. I'd never met Trip Pollen before. He got me in his razor, took me to the hill, you know, and mm-hmm. and I watched Richie go and I watched Bobby go, and I was like, no, oh, I can do that. Like, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Now we had to winch the buggy back onto the trailer. Like That's I broke everything. Right <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, if you go into the air and you're in full, all in the hey. throttle, and you come down in the throttle, <laughs> hard lesson learned right there. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I think I had raced like one time at one of the county fairs, yeah. like Wilson County or something. Very with, different than an actual with a different race. buggy, yes. and that had um, rear steer and everything before that. When I did yeah. the dad, the one dad had previous, but. Anyway, so I would say that it was peer pressure that got me into racing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I'm also the person that doesn't do something unless I want to. So, so if it, makes it was an opportunity that was presented. Mm-hmm. And I decided to, you know, go for it. And uh, we were there anyway doing the show. So I, I kind of I got into racing and I got into hosting at the same time. So mm-hmm. it was kind of all that season of, you know, doing doing the web shows. And then I did some YouTube channels mm-hmm. stuff and um Brooks Myers from Michigan yes. that I mm-hmm. mentioned, he has a channel called June TV and I did some things with him oh, over cool. the years. Yeah. Um, I've been up to Silver Lake Dunes in Michigan a couple yeah. of times with him. So, um, yeah, just like one thing kind of leads to another, just like anything, you know, any industry. And mm-hmm. um, I filled in as host for a motorcycle racing talk show, uh, a weekly talk show called Next Moto Champion for mm-hmm. a summer got some really good teleprompter experience um, doing that. And I did the unlimited off-road expos yeah. uh, for like five years, I think did their, a lot of their media stuff or, or some of it anyway. Um, uh, when Facebook live came around, you know, three years ago, I guess, or when it became big, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh, man, I don't like live stuff. Yeah. I want to be able to edit and yeah. delete if necessary. But yeah. I remember Googling like, all right, tips for using Facebook live and all this kind of stuff. Cause that's when it, it hit, like I was doing it at the expo in mm-hmm. Texas, this Texas motor speedway for like a whole week. And then, um, that was right when Clyde asked me about doing the show too. Okay. Um, so yeah. So hosting kind of became my niche, yeah. I guess, as far as like the film film work and I'm still pursuing, um, acting and hosting i'd like to be doing it full-time i do about mm-hmm. part-time right now that's, um, that's awesome yeah it's it's a it's a very fickle industry sure. um it's like anything you know you got it is possible for something to happen overnight something amazing you that's never true. know that's yeah. kind of the excitement of the industries you never really know or yeah. you might just be grinding out for years you know until yeah. you get the right opportunity the right person place i think so, about steve carell are you, are you an office fan um, I like Steve Carell. I'm not a huge Office fan. Okay, I get it. I get but it. So in the they they did the, the Office. I think actually, he's hilarious. Yeah. The Office did a podcast and they talked basically about how Steve was like okay at best. Yeah. And then you know uh, he did a he did a pull for the Office. It was really okay. And then he does Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah. And all of a sudden it, it launches him yep. to this crazy level of stardom that he's at now. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just it it was one of those things where you had a bunch of people who overnight their entire life got changed. And it's yeah. probably one of the very few handful of industries where literally yeah, you know, it can happen when something gets released. You are not this like the world does not view you as the same person the next yeah. day. That's very interesting. But then, I mean, the majority, though, are people <clears throat> that you don't know it, yes. but for 10 years leading up to that, yeah. they were doing this commercial or that video exactly or this right. whatever. And, or, 
and they, you know, put yeah. in the time and the effort and then all of a sudden they're on everyone's radar. Yeah, so, um, exactly but it is right. crazy how the industry works and, um, every, you know, I just, I learn more about it as I get deeper into it. Um, but yeah, so it's still that thing where it's like, I'm not going to quit now. Cause I'll always wonder. Yeah. And the, the desire is still there. And I think that it's, um, it's a platform that can be used. You know, I'm a Christ follower mm -hmm. and I think that, um, there's a lot of darkness in the entertainment industry, there is. you know, it just, it, it is whether it's in, um, uh, you know, music, movies, TV, mm -hmm. but think about the influence that it has to worldwide mm -hmm. and how many people watch and listen and, and hang on every word of, yeah. of people in the industry. Um, so it's, um, I think having a seat at the table as a Christ follower and having a positive influence, you mm -hmm. know, whatever that might look like and whatever role that is or how big the platform is, you know, I, I can't foresee all that, but, yeah. um, just, uh, just, 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 pursuing it one mm -hmm. one step at a time yeah looking for the doors that are open yeah. you know it's exciting so that has nothing to do with racing but, but it, to come full yeah. circle the yeah. whole reason i'm doing hillside live and yeah. hosting stuff all of that started with racing at the same time and yeah. kind of um helped propel me down that path so well this interview is about you so it was perfect <laughs> I, I love hearing people's backstory because uh you're exactly right where I know you from is where you are today, mm -hmm. right? I don't know any of that stuff back there. Yeah. I guarantee that, you know, the thousands of people that see you on Hillside Live, they don't know that either. <laughs> so it's an awesome opportunity for them to kind of build, uh, build like, I don't want, I want to say friendship in like a weird way. Yeah. Because one of the, one of build the, some rapport, some yeah. familiarity. Yeah. And it's, it, to me, it's respect. Like, mm -hmm. uh, not that, you know, I, I, I need anyone to know my name, but what it does is that guy who jumps in on the Facebook Live and says like, some you know just trash comment they're just yeah. like okay that's not it what? but you have you do that? right that's you would weird. you know it's so funny <laughs> one of the and hang on i gotta remember this uh <laughs> but but rather than you know just have these figures that you don't know anything about that you can yeah. just hurl insults at through a keyboard yeah you know once you learn someone's backstory see them change over the years yeah. uh it, it really builds a level of respect where you're like okay they're they're doing like they're doing it Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times people get frustrated because you're doing it and they're not. That's, That's one true. of the biggest things yeah. I found. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, too, that there is so much moving in our sport right now, um, especially in the media side where I feel oh like. Oh, my gosh. This year has been crazy. Dude, everybody is like checking everybody. And, and we're all just like <laughs> we all rise together. And we're just having my this dad always likes to say influence. a rising tide floats all ships. That's it. So. That's it. And it's one of those things where. Um, I've had, you know, other media guys on the show and, and, and afterwards they're kind of like, I didn't think that you would reach out to me about doing this. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you gain popularity, we gain, like we gain popularity. Yeah. There is more than enough room. If people want to have podcasts, if people want to have video shows, whatever it is, yeah. there's room for us all here. Yeah. We're all trying to be representatives, you yeah. know, ambassadors of, of the sport. And I think beyond just the sport being what it is, like it's about the off-road community. It's yeah. about the racing community. Now yeah. I started racing because that'll be fun. It was something my dad and I, mm -hmm. you know, like to do together. We still do. And I've always been outdoorsy tomboy sure. type, you know? Um, so it wasn't totally outside my realm of, yeah. <laughs> of, of an idea of a hobby, but what kept me in it, you know, going on ne next year will be 10 seasons of racing, That's you know? Wild is it's the community of it so whether i don't race as much these days i mean yeah. everyone knows that people ask me when am i going to race and um i think everyone probably has heard me say for this season um 
or rather this, the last few months, I decided to just take the rest of the seasons off with some back issues sure. and, um, disc issues. And I was like, you know what, it's, it's not worth it at that point. And I spent too much money on decompression therapy for this disc it. issue to go I and below it. that yet. So yeah. we're going to just take the time yeah. and, uh, you know, let it heal and, but because I'm involved in the media side of it, I'm mm -hmm. still there. I'm still part of it. You know, I'm still part of the community. So I don't have to be in my buggy every time sure. um, or showing up at, at the starting line or whatever in order to be part of it, which yeah. is what I love. So as long as I can still be there and, and, and just be part of it. And I think that that's really important because, you know, I think it's good to give people answers like, Hey, you know, here's, here's why I'm not doing it. Yeah. But then people like start pulling threats and it's like, yeah. dude, I don't owe you anything. <laughs> and that's yeah. something like, that's a really hard lesson learned, especially through social media <laughs> nowadays. Cause you'll have, you know, 10 people say, Hey man, the show was great. Or, Hey, you guys are doing awesome. And you'll have one Jack wagon get in there and say like, just blanket. This sucks. Yeah. And you're like, it ruins your whole mood. I have straight up told people on this show before. I get a little sassy sometimes, yeah. but I'm like, you know what? There are tens of thousands of YouTube channels out there. You can just go watch one of them. <laughs> if you don't like this, nobody's making you watch it. Yes. And it's free. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We're doing all this because we want to, yeah. you know, yeah. so, so just chill out, enjoy yeah. it or go elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I'll tell you too, like, I'm not an inherently like, thick skin fight back person. That's not me. Yeah. I'm, I'm more along the lines of like, I'll take your insult or whatever. Cause it, it just doesn't bother me. And I used to not be that way. Yeah. And I think that like, we're, we're kind of, for example, we, we talked about it. the post that I made, I feel like got under some people's skin. Cause there were some responses that were really like, I don't, don't want to say emotional in like a soft way, but like emotion driven, passion driven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and there's a lot of, passion in the sport exactly you know, everyone exactly puts so much into it that they're you know they're passionate about it my my thing about it is for the racers and for the people in the organization now is the time as we're as, as that like this hurdle that we're going to jump over sorry some whatever's <laughs> in the air um whatever hurdle or you know move into the future that this the the sport uh, well, I'm gonna say rock balancing just as one mm -hmm. um, it, it makes uh, there's a level of like professionalism yeah and and I think that uh, when you when you treat it as a profession like people with the podcast I get stuff all the time hey man this sucked. Uh, for example in my interview with Ian Johnson uh, my daughter came up and like bothered me about something yeah. on the live stream yeah Great. you know what I got like four or five messages the next day and, and they were like yeah your kid shouldn't ever be on there like well, you're oh. you're supposed to be doing I'm just like First off, why? Yeah. Did you, why did you take the time to do this? Because they have small lives, and it, that it, it gives is. them something to. I don't even know. Yes, <laughs> and it was it was one of those things where I like I hadn't I hadn't got it under control yet, and I yeah. I, I didn't send anything back. I just said, okay, cool, thank you. Like, thanks for your input. Yeah. And uh, thanks was, thanks for yes. that really helpful feedback. Yeah, it's like I don't know what to do with that. But <laughs> what it did was it it, it kind of it it really taught me. Okay, if I'm gonna be a professional. Um, there's a certain, you know, if you think about it, like a graph sense, as you, as you gain notoriety, as you gain, you know, the, the following, the haters come with it too. The oh, people, yeah. the people who just want to say something to say something, they come with yeah. it too. And I think that racers need to take that too. Um, like the guys that are doing well right now, dude, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be, you know, 
trash talking it through Facebook. Yeah. You're the best of the best right now. You know, if you're the best of the best, carry yourself like Jordan, carry yourself like a, yeah. like a, like, you know, the, the, I'm going to use like the king you are, you know, if you're the top dude, these haters are going to come. You don't have to address them. Yeah. Kind of thing. And uh, I, I think that they don't affect your life. Exactly. You know, or your choices. Or they shouldn't. Anyway. Yeah. And you just like, for example, you know, if you win a hill and then someone says something negative, don't go after them. Dude, you just won. Yeah. It's not undermining you. It's making them look goofy. Yeah. Uh, but all that being said, um, I think that we're in this, like I said, this weird zone where, you know, uh, big sponsors are like coming. That's yeah. what, that's what we need. We need the, the funding comes, all this stuff comes. And I want to ask you, what do you think draws the big sponsor money, example, Ultra Four, yeah. Ford, Progressive Insurance, <clears throat> those kind of things. How does that happen? Well, I do agree. I think that we're at a point now in this sport um, where we are kind of on a brink, you mm -hmm. know, of, of making some, I don't know, I guess breakthroughs maybe, or, you exactly. know, it, yeah. things have grown and changed, but it's taken nine years to change a lot from where we started to where we are now. And I think things could happen very quickly now. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always thought that, and and because I've always had the dual perspective of being a racer and being in the media mm -hmm. side of it, um, that all the ingredients are here to make the cake, but somebody just hasn't come along and quite figured out how to do it yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. My dad and I, when we did our show, we used to have production companies reach out regularly, want to do a reality-based show. We had um, a sizzle reel film uh filmed at one point we've had multiple talent hold agreements mm -hmm. you know we had someone from bbc uh, a branch of it Whoa. you know yeah like some like legit companies <laughs> yeah um and then that was back you know when duck dynasty was really big and oh, the whole okay. that like demographic yeah. was um everyone was interested in that and yeah. so so people can see there's something here mm -hmm. um but it just hasn't quite managed to all pull together yet, which, like I said, I think could happen very quickly with the right, um, uh, I don't know, nudge, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I talked to somebody this weekend who's, who said from an outsider looking in, he was there for the RC race. Mm -hmm. And he said the, we have more personality and characters in the sport, which I agree. And I've always thought too, yeah. and, you know, that's what draws the attention for like doing a reality show or something, which, mm -hmm. I'm not a reality TV person. I, yeah, you know? I, I would, I would, if it were me, I'd probably be like, yeah, what, do we have but, any other offers? Right. But, but just that as an example, right. that they, you know, they could see the interest was there. So we have the personality and the characters in our drivers, you know, mm -hmm. characters, not like they're being anything fake, but just yeah. that, um, it's interesting. Strong personality yeah. is, is a great There's way to put interesting it. people yeah. involved in the sport. We've got everything from, uh, my dad's a financial advisor, you know, yeah. he does investment planning. And so we always kind of joke, like his clients expect him to be like a golfer or something, you know, on the, you oh, know yeah. this is, then dad'll be like, actually here, let me show you a picture of oh, yeah. like, this yeah. is my weekend hobby. You know, Yeah. he, we were out last night. Um, he took the Patriot, his little mini bouncer and I was on a four wheeler and my little nephew was on his ace just driving around their property here in yeah. town. You know, like that's what we do for fun. But, um, and then you've got, um, Bobby Tanner is a logger, you know, and, yeah. and we have uh, several drivers that are in the like dirt 
earthworks. I don't know which. That's a good way to put it. Good earth term. Moving. Earth moving <laughs> industries. Yeah. Um, people that own their own businesses. You know, it's like just such a wide variety. Yeah. And backgrounds of people that you know. Well, what brought you into the sport? Well, for this guy it was this. For this guy it was that. And but for one reason or another, they're all here now and mm -hmm. on whatever level or another. Um, so I think that it's such an interesting sport both to watch, but then also to get to know the drivers, mm -hmm. which you said earlier about, um, you know, people getting to know me through this interview. And that's another reason why we do Hillside Live is because we want people to see the races, not just from like, if you watch a YouTube video and you watch a really cool beat don't happen, that's all you know about that person. Yeah. You or, think, you think, so that guy just likes to beat on his rig. That's, yeah. That's it. But when we get them to come up and do a driver interview or we show behind the scenes stuff or mm -hmm. Those microphones pick up a lot. So y'all get to know all the behind the scenes yeah. production stuff that happens in <laughs> yeah. the trailer, whether we intended that or not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's just another perspective and broadest people, you know, mm -hmm. like you said, for some reason, sometimes people hiding behind a screen or social media or whatever kind of get this idea that that distances them to where mm -hmm. they can say whatever they want. You know, I'm like, if you wouldn't say it to my face, yeah. don't say it on social media. Yeah, you and know, that, that's, that's, a, that's a culture opinion. thing right now. Yeah. I think I think that we'll we'll either go more that direction or somehow we'll yeah. have some kind of check system. I don't know. But at the end of the day, we're all whether you're uh, Tim Cameron, you know, whether you're I don't know any whoever the the newest guy to the sport that just got a bouncer yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like we're all just people. We're yeah. and it's a hobby. It's a sport. It's something that we want to grow. Like mm -hmm. We have grown and want to continue to grow. But um, at the end of the day, I think that's important to remember. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. And uh, keep the keep the drama off of Facebook. Yeah, Man. that's that's but that kind of stuff. Will just, it'll it'll just flutter out. It'll it'll get swept. I didn't even have an Instagram until a few months ago. That's, that's how move. I'm like, you Look, know what? People don't need to know all of my business. Well, here's so here's the thing. You, you mentioned this earlier and it really it really resonated with me because, um, you know, people just consume content mm -hmm. and there's a lot of guys who make like vlogs while they're out trail riding and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I've really been debating, you know, I want to, for the sponsors of my show, I would like, I would love to give you more value and do like a series of all your products on the trail and this and that. Yeah. And I got to thinking about it and I was like, well, I wouldn't want to do a crappy job. So I'd like to have somebody with a legitimate camera come out, do the whole thing. And I'm like, then I'm going out there to halfway have fun. And like, yeah, I just, it's, it robs you of the experience. And, and I really, I, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to, you know, make a full trip to Winrock, have to get out of the car, film something, hit something twice, three times. And yeah. it just, it just takes out the fun of this. And this can very easily become business rather than play. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think that for me, I, I've had to really check myself sometimes and say, you know, I really have got to keep the fun to this. And, yeah. and, uh, to be honest, part of my refuge from the entire show and everything has been the RC stuff because mm. I don't cover RCs as much. I do every once in a while, but um, it's just nice to kind of close it off, not have to worry we gotta about have something that's just for you. Yeah, and you that's know? what it is. And and I've tried. It's so funny. Everything doesn't have to be for everybody. Exactly. All the time, which is this kind of always been my. I'm glad you said that <laughs> because I personally, if I didn't have the podcast, would not have an Instagram or Facebook yeah. because it it not only you know is just weird that people have a privacy issue but at the same time they put everything out there <laughs> right so I, I can tell you guys if you've watched the social dilemma on netflix everything i'm going to say is not a shocker um so i work for the department of justice mm -hmm. in coding 
And that goes back to, you know, I'm, I'm an, I'm a nerd, like the most ground level nerd who writes code and can tell you everything about your operating system, your kernel and everything, you know, I can write in binary. Okay. Well, the only kind of kernel I know is popcorn. That's it. That's it. It's the same thing. (laughs) But, uh, you know, when I tell people I go do this stuff too, they're like, you know, it's very strange for you to do that. And and, and I understand that very well. Um, but I lost my train of thought. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I derailed you with popcorn. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's, <laughs> no, it's funny. Uh, but anyways, um, I, I wouldn't be on social media if I didn't have to. Oh, if it, I wasn't, you know, oh, working in the entertainment yes, industry, yes, I wouldn't either. Yes, but. privacy. Everybody, everyone, the government, everything, cops, whoever, whatever, Google, whatever, we all have your information. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We've already all got it. You, you think you hide anything. You don't hide anything. <laughs> The only person I know who has legitimately hidden everything is my aunt and she is crazy. And she, when you, when she goes to like a walk-in clinic, she doesn't even fill out the paperwork. She just like says no. Oh my goodness. And they'll still like, she has no, no documentation of her children. No doc. The only documentation she has on herself is everything from under the age of 18. Nothing. Wow. No cell phones. That's no, impressive. No. She is, is it? <laughs> it's, is it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a little scary, it's but something. it is impressive. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, and I'm, my family doesn't listen to the show, so we're, oh. we're good there. Um, but all that being said, um, we, we were talking about the, the rock balancing scene, making the jump to large scale. Yeah. You um, asked what, yeah. um, what I thought it would take, you know, yeah. to, mm-hmm. to kind of take things to the next level. I think we worked through some stuff this season. Um, mm-hmm. we had some driver drama and, um, it has been addressed in a way that I think that we can move forward mm-hmm. now, if that makes sense, you know, like instead of having the same old thing come up over sure. and over, like, yeah. you know, put something to bed. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I think just the way that the drivers comport themselves, um, well, anyone in this, anyone that's representing in the sport, you know, mm-hmm. me, media drivers, whatever, Clyde, the yeah. series owners, park owners, yeah. really everybody that's got a hand and, um, representing the sport, um, just do it in a way that's the most professional you can, you sure. know, like we're all just people, we have day jobs and stuff too. We're not out here being, uh, I don't know, anybody, anybody famous, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, very much so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just to, just to be mindful in how you present yourself and mm-hmm. present the sport, because like you said, the big name sponsors, the big money sponsors, they pay attention to stuff, you they know, do. and when everyone's putting everything out there that that gives a lot of fodder that could come back and bite you in the butt and it normally will yeah so um so i would just I've, everyone's heard it before it's nothing new but just sure. you know caution everyone and that's mm-hmm. kind of the viewpoint i take is if you can't be positive or at least neutral about something just keep it to yourself or handle it in person sure. here in private at least sure. you know so and and I'll, I'll say something before i move on one thing that people don't always seem to understand is that Nine times out of ten, when you when you if you go say something crazy online, you know that sponsor that was thinking about you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe giving you the next entry fee yeah. or what have you, they're probably never even going to let you know that now they're not going to do it. And I have heard that exact scenario happen, you know, from not obviously sure. being directly involved, but you know, you go and say something in a in a moment of frustration sure. or whatever it is, put it on Facebook, put it wherever, just say it to the wrong people. Yeah. And um someone's paying attention. You Everybody's know? And, paying attention. And, you know, 
So, so I try and take the positive or neutral sure. viewpoint. Absolutely. And if something needs to be fixed, then uh, do by all means, no one's saying sit down and shut up and deal right. and, and just, you know, it has to be this person's way or mm -hmm. whatever, but um, yeah, I just handle it in a good way, a helpful way. Okay. So you mentioned, you know, big organizations kind of looking at the sport as an entirety. Mm -hmm. One thing that I noticed during finals week is there was, and again, you know, I'm, I'm not like, I don't actually, I don't really need an explanation. There were some comments about uh, people being able to drive better than you because they're a man. Okay. So look, Matt Holt, I, trying, I trying am, to start some listen, crap. Listen, listen, <laughs> I am, uh, I am by no means, you know, social justice warrior, me too, whatever that, you know, all no, that stuff is. Me neither. Do you think? I can be a woman without shoving it down your throat. Right. Right. It, it's one of those where like, you know, do you think, but <clears throat> Since I've had my stepdaughter, it has made me softer and more sensitive to stuff like that. Oh. And I just noticed, I was like, if I were watching in the NFL mm -hmm. and there was a, a female commentator and a male commentator said, yeah, I can beat you in a 40 yard dash just because I'm a man. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. You can say that. But, but it, it like, it kept going. Yeah. And, and I was like, these are the things, these are the loose hairs, you know, <laughs> that need to get kind of tied up a little bit. And again, not not to go after that one specific instance. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, with the general population coming in and seeing something, I think that you'll have to not only say censor, but like just be mindful. Like yeah. the one, because yeah, I, I put a lot of thought into it. Because I was like, you know, normally that wouldn't have bothered me, but I started thinking about it, and I was like. I was watching the live stream and I'm thinking, you know, what, what are these things that might be holding, holding everything back? Yeah. And, and that came up. And then I thought about some of the things that get vocalized and I heard something in the background and I heard someone say, just hit it with your purse. And I was like, <laughs> that's another one of those. It's like, that's a classic rock bouncing phrase. Yeah. And it gets said all the time. You but know, and with somewhere kind of used to, I guess. Yeah. So I don't take particular offense at it. Mm -hmm. um, I know if I, if I want to, First of all, I don't need to prove myself Absolutely. to anybody. I Absolutely. don't feel that need. But if I wanted to, yeah. then I would just go do it. I yeah. wouldn't yeah. <laughs> even make a big deal out of it. Matt Holt, I call you out anytime, anywhere. One there of the you best go. things I thought you said, <laughs> the best thing I thought you said was, you can drive my buggy, I'll drive yours. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> I was like, there it is. So I thought it was really I love great. Matt. I know he didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> I know. And, 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 I give him crap too. <laughs> well, well, the only reason I, I pick on those two things is, if I wasn't, you know, someone who, uh, I don't, I don't want to say familiar with the, I don't, what's the right term for, uh, not redneck. That's not the term <laughs> I'm looking for. Okay. But there are, there are some of those phrases that have been, uh, bled in from like, graphic. Yes. yeah, there, there, some of those phrases have just bled in and they're mm -hmm. just, they're part of the scene. If I jumped in or, or, you know, say for example, I'm the everyday guy who, just bought a new Can-Am or something. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this would be really cool. I'd like to go. Right. And my wife is watching the live stream with me. And she had, hears someone say, you know, why don't you just hit it with your purse? <laughs> she would probably turn around and be like, yeah, we're probably not going to do that. You know? <laughs> and, and it just was one of those things where I was like, it doesn't really, like, again, it doesn't really necessarily offend me or anything yeah. like that. But I'm, I was thinking about what are, what are these things that people are going to, you know, a, a corporate person or who's an adjuster who says, you know, if we're looking at this rock bouncing thing as a liability, you know, they, they're going to start nitpicking stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, maybe those are some things. And again, that is my like super critical. Well, like, we big would have to fire Zach Garner if they start nitpicking. <laughs> well, that's where I was like, I was like, I'm really getting in the weeds here. But I feel like 
the weeds is where you're going to make the biggest jump. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of, you start fighting off the weeds and let the grass come in all the way. And that's when you're, that's when you have this silver platter to present on, and, yeah. you know, and that would be a headache down the road, you know, in, in the event, <laughs> you know, it could be a potential headache, but all that, you know, so. I guess I I've never, I've never really sat down and, and thought about that seriously before, mm -hmm. I guess. I have never felt held back in this sport mm -hmm. because I'm a woman. Yeah. Um, I, I go out and drive the way I'm going to drive, mm -hmm. whether whoever's watching or, you know, whoever mm -hmm. I'm competing against. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say that that's an issue for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm pretty self-confident. And yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and again, it was one how of those God things. made me and what I can do. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying too. Yeah. And I, I, I get that. Um, I would love to see more women me joining too. in the sport. Yeah. I know I 100% get that it's intimidating. I mean, if you just, just talking about driving, like looking at those hills or something. And, and if you, it's not something you've done before, mm -hmm. it is intimidating. Yeah. I've got, I it's grew intimidating. Like I tell people all the time on the podcast, you're nuts. You're crazy. Yeah. You're insane. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been, driving in some capacity mm -hmm. for the last like nine years now and i wouldn't have wanted to hit hill two because that's just not my thing Get you it. know i that's not my style of racing and and I, I mean if i had signed up for the race i probably would have done it but you know mm -hmm. um, i wouldn't have been excited about it sure yeah <laughs> I, if it makes you feel any better i started an endurance race and my first time i was there i was like death gripping the steering wheel yeah. i was like I'm gonna end up. Oh, I get a tree. nervous before yeah. every race. It doesn't matter how many times I've done it. Yeah. And then you get that high you come off of afterwards, you yeah. know, with that adrenaline going. Oh, yeah. Anyway, off topic. Yeah. But um, you know, I didn't come into this sport like trying to earn my spot or trying to earn a seat at this table with the guys or sure. whatever and as to whether or not I have. I have no idea. You'd have to ask them that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would imagine you would. But um, you know, I did it because it was something something that I was interested in, mm -hmm. something that I enjoyed and that my dad um, got me into and and we kept each other in it. We, we said, have said that over the years, you know, like, well, if you weren't still in it, I probably wouldn't still be doing it, at least not to the capacity yeah. that we have over the years. And, um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, it's really the community that, that keep, has kept me in it and, and mm -hmm. kept me wanting to be involved over the years, whether I'm racing or not, you know, to be at the events and, um, so I would say to women out there, just like, ooh, oh, I made some notes on this. Did I write go. anything good? I'm going to think of all kinds of yeah. wise and things <laughs> to say after this. Right when you walk out the door, you're like, man, <laughs> yeah. I should have said that. Um, but I would just say, like, if it interests you and you have the opportunity, like, go for it. You yeah. know, not everyone's going to have an opportunity to go in a rock bouncer. So mm -hmm. whatever it is in life, sure. you know, and if it's not for you, that's fine, too. Like, just because you might try something one time doesn't mean you got to do it forever. Yeah. And if driving a bouncer scares you, that's fine. Like you don't have to prove anything to anybody. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I've, I've been really blessed in my life with the opportunities that I've had and continue to have. And, um, I've gotten to do a lot of fun things, you know, rock bouncing, just being one small part of it, you know, sure. and, um, hopefully continue to take opportunities as they come. And like I said, I've never, I've never felt held back at all or, mm -hmm. or anything. And if somebody wants to underestimate me just because they're up against a girl, yeah, that's fine too. Like yeah. go for it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't, and I want to, I want to say this too, because now I'm sitting here thinking on it. I don't think that anyone feels that way. Right. And I don't think that people that say that feel that way. I think it, it is a, it is like a <clears throat> precautionary outside looking in yeah. like, Hey, you guys, you know, something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, but, but again, I think that, Every driver I've talked to, you know, 
they're always welcoming of that. There's never a like, oh yeah, there's no ill will. And it's and it, it is a jokey saying. Mm -hmm. And again, I want to I want to kind of clear the air there and make and sure. And I love, I mean, I have fun yeah. getting to be part of like I said, I'm a tomboy. And yeah, I always have absolutely. been. I've got an older brother. We used to I grew up riding my horses and playing in the yeah. creek and running around with his friends, you know. And so yeah. I I I get along great with that mm -hmm. crowd and can and, and joke with them and enjoy being around them and stuff. And yeah. so I love all those guys. Um, and I'm not afraid to tell them like it is either. Sure. If I, sure, if absolutely. I need to at the end of the day, we'll all give each other crap. But I would say competing in anything. I mean, don't worry about the other people. It's about challenging yourself mm -hmm. and about growing yourself. And, you know, if you try something, it's not for you then go find something else. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. So I need to say the horse thing <clears throat> is probably the craziest thing that people can do because you are riding a motorcycle <laughs> with its own brain. I like it's an interesting I, way to put it. I have always looked, been on horses, had a great time, never yeah. had a bad experience, but I do know that I am on something that at the end of the day, I probably don't have control of because I personally don't know how to control yeah. that animal. I mean, my, I've had my horses this Christmas. It'll be 21 years since I got That's my a, first horse. Whoa. Yeah. I don't think when my parents got her for me when I was nine, that they were envisioning the whoa. lifelong commitment. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, it is. And I, of course, can't even imagine. I mean, I hope they, I, I hope I get another decade out of both of my horses, mm -hmm. but, um, I don't know. Horses' horse, life will be weird. How long do horses normally live? Uh, I mean, if they're healthy, they can live to thirty. And, That's amazing. Thirty-ish. Um, my my mare, that is my first horse I got. She is twenty-one. She's eight months old when I got her. And my gelding is. Um, I don't know when his birthday is. He's a couple years older than mm -hmm. her. Is all we know. But, That's awesome. So they're my babies. I was yeah. out, I rode yesterday, and I always just ride bareback because I'm too lazy to put a saddle on. Braver so than me. <laughs> it's a good leg workout because my legs are sore today. Yeah, I would imagine so. Listen, I I uh, again I I've like been on a mini horse and felt unsafe <laughs> because I'm just like animals are just stronger than me. I look, yeah. I, my dog minds me really well, uh -huh. but if it really came down to it and my dog decided, Hey man, I'm going to eat you today. It'd be a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's definitely some horses I've not been a fan of over the years that sure. I've been around, but yeah, mine are my babies. And I do think that sometimes though I'll be riding and I'm just like, have, you know, you kind of have that weird, like out of mind moment where you're like, I'm whatever you're doing for me. Yeah. It's like, I'm sitting on top of this animal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, told, I told my wife this weekend, I said, we have two animals that sleep in our bed. <laughs> like what's yeah. wrong with us? Like, and they're just passed out and they trust right? us. Like, I like, well, it's so funny. I'll like lift my dogs. Like, uh, like, I don't know the cheeks is the right yeah. way. And like show her teeth. I'm like, I'm literally messing with this. Oh, animal. I do that to my like, horses too. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, how are like, your teeth looking? Yeah. Like, I, I just think to myself, I'm like, in what world, did God say, yeah, people are they're going to yeah. live. And they're like, going to really yeah. like these animals, but they're going to hate those over there. Yes. So. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. So I just, uh, I, I think about that all the time yeah. because I'm just mm -hmm. astonished sometimes that I have a 120 pound uh, animal in my I, house. Well, I'm an, yeah, I'm an animal lover. So yeah. I, I am glad that God gave us at least some animals yeah. to enjoy. There's some but, good ones out there. Yeah. There's some, there are other. I call, they're my original horsepower. There you go. So mm -hmm. is, is one horse like a horsepower. Um, I think I looked it up I and sent it so. to the show one time. You guys yeah, were asking. Yeah, we had that I like donkey power. Yeah, donkey <laughs> power. That's what it was. Uh, I like looked up. So again, I have a, a degree in math as well. And I looked up and it's like 43 joules is a horsepower. Mm -hmm. and a donkey was half. 
So, it doesn't seem right, I mean, but I don't know. I would imagine that it all started back when, you know, cars took over for horses. And That's true. It was like, you would have like an eight horse, um, you know, I wonder, uh, I just wonder. set up pulling like a, yeah. a bigger train or carriage or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. No, that would be something I would like to figure out is, is like what what kind of horse is one horsepower? Yeah. Like at what point in the we life? talking like a Clydesdale? We yeah, talking hey, like a <laughs> hey, it depends if you get in a rock bouncer, another horsepower might be a Clydesdale. Yeah. It might be a big couple. The Bacons are that would be like Clydesdales would be the big block Bacons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So that that's funny you bring that up. What is what is what are these changes? I'm I'm hearing all these guys talk about like, hey, I want to make this change for this season. Where are they going? Man, that's a good question because I don't even I can't keep up with who's building what and who bought what and yeah. who is driving somebody's that they don't own. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I found out Timmy sold Menace uh, yeah. like five months ago, and like people but he's online, still driving people it online, like old news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, yeah. It's not. I just found out. And I'm I feel like I am privy to a lot of stuff being being where I am, and <laughs> and I still feel behind a lot of times. So. Yeah. Who's doing what? Um, I'm excited for Boobash this weekend, yeah. and um, the Tanner's coming out. Plowboy. Plowboy. Yeah, which I mean, I didn't know about that. Oh, really? My dad's good friends with Richie. So. Okay. Well, tell Richie. <laughs> listen, tell him to ignore the 17,000 messages I've sent him on Facebook and to message me back. <laughs> just say hey, because I've tried to get him on the show really? and, and just reach out to him. I get nothing back. So it's yeah. Okay. I don't know if he'd be into that or not. Uh, it's, most of these guys aren't. I'll tell yeah. you this that. Uh, when I started, I don't even know, I guess it's been over almost two years now. When I started two years ago or a year and a half, whatever it's been, a lot of these guys were like, you want to do what? You want to have an hour phone call and record it? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it'd be great. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just hang out. And they're like, I'm probably okay. Like, yeah. I think, like, I think mm, Tim told me three or four times. He told me no before he said yes. And I was just like, <laughs> come on, man. This is the one that's going to make it. <laughs> so uh, they've come a long way. Hey, imagine trying to interview them on the live show. No, can't. A lot of them like have come, have come a long yes. way though. Yeah. Over the years and even over the season. Cause you know, they, they, everybody has gotten to the point where years ago when we started out, it was, it was a sport and it was a series, yes, but it was also people beating down on their rigs in the middle of the woods in whatever park we were at. Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say we have progressed yeah. greatly to the point of what sponsors are involved and the caliber that's involved and and you know what we're on the edge of, like we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. And the drivers do realize now, um, for the most part at least, that that having a, some media representation and it, you know social media and our like a website or even just um, being able to portray themselves well when they're on the podium or yeah. whatever that looks like that is important and it does play in whether they want to or not mm -hmm. like Wes Keen hates the camera hates the microphone I tried to you, get him yes as well. I I have I've known him for like 10 years now and I've hardly ever had a real conversation with him. <laughs> I guess, I, I guess if you're just wired that way, cause I've talked yeah. to people and I forget, Oh, I was talking to Joey Beck and I was like, help me get Wes Keen on the show. He's like, Jesse, Wes Keen called me last <laughs> night and said, I blew engine up. I'll be there tomorrow. And, yes. and, and hung up. And, He's I was just like, words. and we love to make, Oh, not make fun. Um, yes. He's Matt <laughs> yes. Schisler, um, for because he hates it too. But you know, then you've got a lot of the drivers really have stepped up yeah. this season and last season with um, their social media presence mm -hmm. and just knowing that there there is um, kind of a package that needs to come together if they mm -hmm. want to present to a sponsor 
and um and be taken seriously and looked at and not every driver yeah. wants that not every driver's out here looking to be sponsored some sure. just are out here for fun you know mm -hmm. not everyone wants either the commitment or um obligation the, yeah oh obligation of sponsorship which it yes. can it can be a lot and sometimes what they want out of you and what they give you mm -hmm. um it, it it's a large obligation we'll yes. say and um so and that can go tons of different ways but mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so a lot of the drivers have really stepped up this season um, with with that and just with how they um, their understanding of it and just embracing it. And even if you don't love it, you know, yeah, so it's it's kind of part of it. If that's the road that you want to take that's you know, right. is, is moving further towards the, the professional uh, imagery and sponsorship and all that. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, that's pretty much all I had. Yeah. Do you have anything else we didn't talk about? <clears throat> um, let me let me look at my notes here. Yeah, please. So for those who can't see, she got a good like great, <laughs> almost I think it's two and a half, two and a half, two and a quarter. Well, uh, yeah, I just started scribbling. That's okay. So and I don't know if I used much of it or not. That's okay. Um yeah, I don't know. Oh, I meant to say earlier when we were talking about hills and yeah. just race style, you know, kind of adding in like the longer track style and hills. Mm -hmm that um choosing a hill to race on is very hard yes and so props to to Clyde and anyone else that's ever put on a race you know for um having to go out and look at the side of a hill and um whether you know 10 years of experience yes that helps but still and say this is gonna be great most people will be able to make that mm -hmm. and then they don't or this is gonna be super hard you know this mm -hmm. is it and then everybody makes it and people online are oh it's too easy you know so um, I just want to say that I, I understand and appreciate the difficulty of trying to maintain competitiveness, keep it, um, doable and still a race, you know, yeah. not about a hill every time for the drivers and be able to keep it safe, which is important keep it spectator friendly. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever want to nitpick at all about something like that without at least for sure saying i totally understand how difficult it is sure and um would not want to have to do that myself <laughs> yeah well i, I think it, it also goes back to um there's there's like three schools of people there's the first group which everything's perfect now yeah two uh well i'll do three three is you need to hit blue holler waterfall every <laughs> single time you race yeah and then there's the guy in the middle who where i find myself which is i really like the short course stuff but I like uh, a harder hill that maybe 80% will climb, yeah. you know? And I think that the the problem with that is that harder hill that 80% climb doesn't exist. It yeah. doesn't exist where you can get people. It's so subjective to the park that you're at. Exactly. I mean, everything down to the dang weather and yeah. whether it rains that day, you know, yeah, like it's, it's, very true. it's, it's hard. It's, very, very true. it's hard people. If, if you're listening and you've never been to an event in person, but you've watched the live show, mm -hmm. just take it with a grain of salt. And yeah. Trust us. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I, I personally think the mid America <laughs> jump, the motocross jump, yeah. that was cool. We saw a yeah. lot of people like go wild. Like yeah. DC Thompson was just like, "Hey, oh I'm gosh. gonna land on flat ground." And then we see uh, uh, Hawk Pride, where you guys had the optional step up over yeah. that ledge, dude. You got two highlight reels out of that. One where some uh, Razor's wheel just blew off the side, that that. and yeah. then uh, was it Jace? Was it, it was the Sun uh, Holden Storts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. That double backflip, crazy. crazy, absolutely crazy. Oh my gosh! So I think that you guys are doing an awesome job. Um, 
I'm, well, I'm, I don't get any credit. I don't take any credit well, for any of that. That's I'm all the collective. Yeah. We'll say the collective. Okay. Uh, I'm just here to um, talk about it. On camera. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and and I think that you guys are also. I mean, again, we're in just such a like. I'm gonna say we. You guys are in. We'll say we. We'll get everybody to pull yeah. ourselves in here. We're in such a pivotal time. Yeah. And I'm really excited. I think it's really cool that Ultra Four is kind of blending in. Personally, yeah. Let's like I'm I'm a big fan of this hybrid system that's coming in. Mm -hmm. um, well, that kind of goes to show. I mean, I don't know Dave Cole hardly at all. But I've been around him a handful sure. of times, and that's about it. But I would I would just say anybody that's looking at visions for next year and 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 speculating on what that means, they King of Hammers has been happening for I don't know how many years now, mm -hmm. and it's a it's a big deal, mm -hmm. you know. But they acknowledge what we're doing too That's and it. where it's going yep. and not, not only where we are now, but where we have the potential to go, where we are headed. Yep. And um, like I mentioned earlier, just kind of bringing together, merging the following, the audiences, the demographic mm -hmm. of both of those and um, creating a super sport. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a really big deal to be recognized. Yeah. So it started, I mean, in my opinion, you have ultra four, which, uh, uh, which is a little more straightforward in my opinion, because the liability is not as high. I mean, yeah. look, from an insurance perspective, <laughs> hill killing is the a nightmare, yeah. an awful nightmare to deal yeah. with. And uh, where the long distance races, you know, they have hills, things like that, but it's not the, it's not the, the immediate danger of hill killing. Um, but, you know, you have ultra four that is really firmly established. They have a recognition, invite us to, you know, the shootout. They're like, yeah. hey, come be a part of this. And now we're starting to see. Okay. I feel like we were like the cousins or yeah, something that yeah, got invited yeah. to family dinner. Exactly. <laughs> but now, you know, there's the, there's a, the, you're opening the door of recognition of, Hey, you know, we used to do the shootout thing, you know, that, that was cool. Yeah. But now let's do a race together. You know, yeah. I think I, this is like a, this is other people, you know, coming in the room is having a seat at the table right. and saying, you know, is what's here. Cause I think you're right. Like yeah. that national level that could be there. That'd yeah. be really cool. Um, I know, uh, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Nick Cortenberg had the mm -hmm. vision, like, uh, rock bouncing, uh, rankings. Those were cool. That was across all three leagues. Yeah. Stopped sometime in the middle of this season with COVID, but, um, mm -hmm. I think it's cool. Didn't everything. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's cool. And I, I think that that big umbrella arc is it's coming. And I yeah. think that that's going to be part of whatever comes next. And yeah, um, I think next season leading up to the visions event and then just kind of seeing what comes out of it, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that'll be really cool. It's going to be awesome. We're in a super cool spot. Yeah. Okay. Anything else before we close it out? Oh man. You know, I'm sure in about five minutes, I'll yeah. think of some really great stuff. But right now, okay. Know, well, cool. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say in terms of uh, where people can find you on social media? The lovely social media. Uh, yeah, my super fun Instagram <laughs> page. Uh, I'm just Bree Moller okay. on Facebook and Spell Instagram. B R E E M O L I T O R. Okay. I think I'm the only Bree Moller out there, I would or at so. least the one, only Handful. one that shows up. I, like getting in my Instagram name was not. I didn't have to come up with something That's weird. Nice. It's just a free monitor. That's nice. <laughs> so. That's nice. Keep it consistent. Yeah. Well, okay, Brie. Thank you for being on the show Thank today. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to next time. We'll have to, uh, once all, maybe before Visions. I can catch you before you yeah. go out there. That would be cool. Or yeah. maybe after Visions. Yeah, I'm down. Me. I'm sure so. we'll have plenty to talk about. That's a fact. But thanks for coming in today. You're the best. Thank you. Just like that. All over. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. If you're not already, the best way to support the show is through 
the Apple Podcast uh, reviews. Leave us a good review if you enjoy the show. Otherwise, follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss any more popular interviews. Today's show is brought to you by Supergrip ATV Tires. The Supergrip ATV K9 Tires, the most bananas performing tire in loose dirt, dirt, gravel, general trail riding, dry rock, everything, you name it. It's an absolutely superior tire. If you can squeeze it out of your budget, I highly recommend the Kevlar sidewall option that they have. That is bead to bead Kevlar. Um, they're one of the only people that do that right now. And the K9 tire, C-A-N-I-N-E, they changed the name spelling there a little bit. Um, that tire is one inch tread depth, eight ply sidewalls, and an excellent, excellent tire to run on your UTV. If you can find a set, get them because they're not lasting long. I can tell you right now that if you find them, they're gonna be gone quick, so you need to get them. Standard compound is what I run. It's gonna be a little bit more firm than the intermediate compound. Uh, it's gonna last longer. However, the intermediate being a softer tire, you're gonna see better performance. So all of the guys at, at Supergrip ATV have been amazing to the show. I know that everyone that's, that's uh, retails their tires will be amazing to you as well. So, Supergrip ATV on Facebook and Instagram, supergripatv.com. Dynajet is one of the best in the power business. One thing that I've always been really curious about is the Power Vision 3 tuner. Um, I was someone who never really thought that tunes made that big of a difference until I put a tune on my machine because let me tell you it made a huge difference i have the stage two which just comes with a with a um what's the word i'm looking for here a standard tune for the for the stock exhaust it also came stock exhaust option a trinity exhaust and a few others so right out of the box i had plug and play power i run the stage two which includes a clutch setup and the power vision three tuner and it goes all the way up to stage five which has boost tubes blow off valves clutching injectors and a massive turbo. Dynajet.com, Dynajet Research Inc. on Facebook and Instagram. Next but not least is Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. These guys are awesome. They are your number one source for Mark Williams off-road parts specializing in off-road part sales, shock service, which is what I have done with them. You know, really excited about what we're working on there. Fabrication and wiring and plumbing of all different kinds. One of the most beautiful things that is happening right now is Chris, the owner of Diddy's Big Block Race Shop, is tuning a set of UTV shocks for me, and we're gonna get those shocks figured out so he can have a you know plug-and-play valving setup. Basically, what that means is you're gonna be able to get in touch with Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. You're gonna say, hey, my UTV rides like crap. Chris is gonna say, hey, here's the price, here's our base, you know, here's the base valving. We're gonna make it ride 110% better. And then from there, you know, personal adjustments, if you carry weight, if you don't carry weight, if you have, you know, two passengers that weigh 75 pounds or two passengers that weigh 900 pounds, whatever it may be, Diddy's Big Block will give you the personal attention and the customization that you need. Diddy's Big Block Racing on Facebook and Instagram. Last but not least, the owner of i 4 4x4 has asked me to do this just a little different than normal, so I'm going to go ahead and go through it. Uh, this is normally where I would talk about i 8 4x4. Um, that being said, again, we want to make you aware uh, of Jeff Davidson and his story. Back in late July, Jeff was wheeling his buggy, and he and his passenger were strapped in with harnesses when his buggy rolled on its side and actually exploded. Being strapped in, Jeff was burned pretty badly. About 25% of his body 
and there are several um, groups of people coming together to help raise some money for him and his family during this difficult time. There are two major giveaways that they're doing. One is for an extremely nice built rock crawler, and the other is for an extremely plush 48-foot toy hauler. Two beautiful and over-the-top items they will be raffling off. The tickets are limited, and the drawings are going to be on October 3rd, so it's coming up very soon, guys. Please get this taken care of now. Not only will you be supporting a member of the off-road community, but you have a chance to win some really cool prizes. Both raffles can be found at irate4x4.com slash Jeff. That is irate, I-R-A-T-E, 4x4.com slash Jeff, J-E-F-F. That's it. Really easy. Go there to get your links. Go there, and that has all the information to get to the raffles, the GoFundMe page, and everything in between. Uh, next on the list is All Things UTV. Let me tell you guys something. All Things UTV has a rs1 diff swap option that you can just order comes with the the actual differential itself comes with the mounting plate it's a really great option if your vehicle did not come with that from the factory it's a very sustainable or should i say attainable uh upgrade that you can have for your machine i really highly recommend it i'll do it at some point I'm just waiting for my front end to blow up so Knock on wood that that doesn't happen soon, but it always could happen. Uh, All Things UTV has crazy fast customer service speeds and crazy fast shipping. They're one of the best in the business. I highly recommend their Razor Aid tender springs and inner fender liners for higher protection of your vehicle. All Things UTV on Facebook and Instagram and allthingsutv.com. Last but not least, our friends over at Infinite Off-Road want to give you 10% off the entire website. 10% off with code word ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S, will get you 10% off the entire infiniteoffroad.com website. That includes rock lights, light bars, light pods, wiring kits. Listen, I bought three of their wiring harnesses a couple weeks ago, and man, do they make wiring easy. I have everything on my car going through three switches that I got from Infinite Off-Road. It's been really great. I had a parasitic draw on my battery. I, basically, my battery would just die every couple days, or not a couple days, but you know, every every couple weeks or so. And uh, it was because I did not have something wired correct, and the previous owner had a bird's nest in there. So I just bought wiring kits from Infinite Off-Road with my 10% off coupon, got them all over here, got everything sorted out, and man, is it better. Also, all of those wiring kits come in with built-in relays, so you can do the fancy strobes and all that other kind of fun stuff. It's great. InfiniteOffRoad.com, InfiniteOffRoad on Facebook and Instagram.